Hello, Word Nerds. Welcome to another episode of the podcast called The Dictionary. Somehow you found it, and thank you very much. Please go rate and review on whatever platform you're listening on, uh, preferably five stars, and then give me some constructive criticism in your review if you so choose. Otherwise, tell me how great I am. I need that validation. Uh, so let's uh, say some words. First word is bannock, B-A-N-N-O-C-K. It is a noun from before the 12th century. One, a usually unleavened flatbread or biscuit made with oatmeal or barley meal. It's a bannock. I don't know what that is. It's, it's old. Uh, now we have number two. It is chiefly from New England. Uh, the synonym is cornbread. So maybe they call cornbread bannock in New England, especially a thin cake baked on a griddle. Well, that sounds tasty. And now we have the word bans, B-A-N-N-S. It is a noun from the 14th century. Public announcement, especially in church, of a proposed marriage. Well, I'm not a church-going person, uh, so I am not familiar at all with this word. So what does that mean exactly? So when... Uh, somebody proposed marriage, so when somebody was engaged, uh, the public announcement of that engagement in church is called a bans? I don't know. Uh, this is, uh, let's see, from Middle English, bane or ban, which is a proclamation or a ban. Now we have banquet. It is the first form. It's a noun from the 15th century. One, a sumptuous feast. Oh, that's a fun phrase. A sumptuous feast, especially an elaborate and often ceremonious meal for numerous people, often in honor of a person, as in a state banquet. Number two, a meal held in recognition of some occasion or achievement, as in an awards banquet. I think Sumptuous Feast would be a good band name. Next we have, uh, let's see, let's look at the etymology. It is Middle French from Old Italian Banchetto from the diminutive of banca, which means bench or bank. Now we have the second form of banquet. It is uh, a verb from circa 1500. Intransitive definition is first, to partake of a banquet. And the transitive definition says to treat with a banquet. Synonym is feast. And banqueter, is that how you say that? Banqueter, yeah, that's a noun. That is one who attends a banquet. Next, we have banquet room, two words, noun from 1717, a large room, as in a restaurant or to hotel, I'm fumbling over my words, uh, suitable for banquets. Next, we have banquette, and I think there's a couple ways to pronounce it, but that's the main one, and that's the one that I like, B-A-N-Q-U-E-T-T-E. It is a noun from 1629, 1A, a raised way along the inside of a parapet or trench for gunners or guns. Banquet. Uh, 1B is southern, and we have the synonym sidewalk. So uh, I guess in the south they call sidewalks banquettes. I should go ask somebody, hey, are you from the south? Let me know. Uh, now we have 2A, a long upholstered bench. Boy, this is a very diverse group of uh, definitions for the word banquette. To be a sofa having one rollover arm. To see 
a built-in, usually upholstered bench along a wall. I had no idea that was called a banquette. Uh, let's see. This is French from Middle French from Old Ossetan uh, banqueta, which is a diminutive of banc, which means bench, of Germanic origin akin to the Old English bank, which means bench. That's that's the bench. Um, I need to see if I could, this whole thing about a parapet or trench for gunners or guns, uh, I want to see uh, what that looks like because I can't visualize it. Now we have Banquo, uh, capital B-A-N-Q-U-O. It is a noun from 1607, a murdered Scottish thane in Shakespeare's Macbeth whose ghost appears to Macbeth. I have seen or read Macbeth, uh, probably seen the movie too, uh, but I really don't remember it so well, so I guess uh, Banquo is the name of one of the characters. Um, I should be more well-read especially when it comes to Shakespeare. Now we have Banshee. It is a noun from 1771, a female spirit in Gaelic folklore whose appearance or wailing warns a family that one of them will soon die. You don't want to hear that sound, I'm guessing. This is Irish from uh, the word, well, I'm going to screw up the pronunciation of this, but it is uh, spelled Bean Sidhe. Bean is B-E-A-N, and Sidhe is S-I-D-H-E. So that's not how it's pronounced, but that's how I pronounced it. Um, It is also from the, I think this is saying Scottish Gaelic. um, Yeah, Scottish Gaelic word, uh, Bin Seath. It's, uh, It's like, it's a Sith, like in Star Wars, and then the word Bean in front of it. Uh, I really want to know how that's pronounced, though. Uh, that literally means woman of fairyland, Bin Sith. I wonder if um, there's that cartoon on Netflix. Uh, I think it's called Disenchantment. It's from, um, oh, what's his name? The guy who made The Simpsons, um, Matt Groening. Uh, I wonder if the name Bean is related at all to this this word bean because uh, the main character's name is bean in that in that show i think uh all right next we have bantam b-a-n-t-a-m it is the first form it is a noun from 1740 one any of numerous small domestic fowls that are often miniatures of members of the standard breeds number two a person of diminutive stature and often combative disposition I'm not familiar with this. What this is? Bantam? Uh, So this is from Bantam, which is a former residency in Java. I don't know if that means it's a town. Java is one of the islands in Indonesia. uh, So I don't know if Bantam is just a part of that island. Um, And are the the people there of diminutive stature and often combative uh, disposition? Um, This seems like a weird word. Um, Yeah. Now we have... The second form of bantam, it is an adjective of eight, uh, from 1881. One, we have these synonyms small and diminutive. Number two, pertly combative. Man, I am so curious where this word came from exactly. Now we have bantam weight. Uh, okay, so this is a noun from 1884. A boxer in a weight division having a maximum limit of 118 pounds for professionals and 119 pounds for amateurs, compared to featherweight and flyweight. 
I don't follow the world of fighting in any way, but I have heard of this bantamweight. I had no idea what it was, uh, but it is someone who is small and light. Uh, 118 pounds for an adult person is pretty small. Um, I'm guessing uh, the guys on the the horses, the you know the jockeys, uh, they're probably about that same size. Um, so. I think they got this bantam weight from, obviously, the word bantam. Um, and it seems like bantam comes from this word java. So, yeah, those must be just small and feisty people. Now we have bantang, B-A-N-T-E-N-G. It is a noun from 1817. A wild ox of southeastern Asia, sometimes domesticated for use as a draft animal or for its meat. This is from uh, Malay of Indonesia from the Java word bantang, uh, spelled the same way, but there's an accent on the E. Next, we have banter. It is the first form. Uh, it's a verb from 1653. One, to speak to or address in a witty and teasing manner. Number two is archaic. We have the synonym delude. Delude. How do you say that word? Uh, number three is chiefly Southern and Midland, and we have the synonym challenge. Uh, I think I forgot to mention that those were the transitive definitions. Now we have the intransitive definition, which means to speak or act playfully or wittily. Banterer is a noun, and banteringly is an adverb. The origin of this, by the way, is unknown. Now we have the second form of banter. It is a noun from 1688. Good-natured and usually witty and animated joking. This reminds me of the band The Flight of the Concords. They have a, um, let's see, they have a, an album. I think it's partially a live album. And in it, uh, and from one of their live appearances, they talked about, uh, yeah, sometimes we just banter and we, ha we have great banter. Um, I don't know. If I can find a good clip of it, I'll put it in. Thank you. Are you yeah. just bantering? Yeah, right? this is just banter. There's songs and then there's banter. Don't don't freak out. It's all it's part of being talking. a band. We just we just talk. It's, it's basically just, just it's, talking. It is just, just talking. Yeah. Just professional. Yeah. But they're oh man, those guys are so funny. Okay, next we have bantling. Uh, it is a noun from 1593. A very young child. This is. Perhaps a modified form of the German Bankling, which means, of all things, bastard, uh, from the word bank, which means bench. By the way, Bankling and Bank, I said bank before, but it's Bank, probably. Uh, those are both capitalized Bs. I'm not sure why. Um, so Bank means bench from Old High German, and there's more at the word bench. Now we have Bantu. It's uh, capital B-A-N-T-U. It is a noun from 1862. One, a family of Niger-Congo languages spoken in Central and Southern Africa. Number two, a member of any of a group of African peoples who speak Bantu languages. I'm really learning about a lot of new languages. No, they're not new languages. They're new to me. Um, Bantu, I think there was like Wolof recently and there were some other ones that i was like is that a language i have no idea uh let's see this is from ba which is a plural noun classifier plus untu which is a noun base meaning person in several bantu languages 
Uh, so that's where we get the word Bantu. Now we have, oh, this is our last word, Bantustan. Bantustan. So I'm guessing it's related to the previous word, capital B-A-N-T-U-S-T-A-N. It is a noun from 1949. Any of several all-black enclaves formerly in the Republic of South Africa that had a limited degree of self-government. Uh, and this is Bantu plus Stan, which means land. That's why you see so many countries that end in Stan. It means land. Um, as in Hindustan. Well, I guess that's an area that's in the Hindu area. Ah, that was terrible. Um, all right, what is the word of the episode? This There was a surprisingly uh, a large variety of words uh, in this. <clears throat> um, oh, boy, this is difficult. Um, I'll pick Banshee. As the word of the episode, congratulations to all you banshees out there. You are finally getting some recognition. Uh, that's all I got to say. Um, just real quick, uh, at the time of recording, yesterday we had the memorial service for my grandma, which was absolutely amazing. Um, I can't even describe all the emotions. Uh, sadness, laughter, joy, everything um, thank you to all the people who came, um, and uh, yeah, it was it was a really good, bittersweet, but good time. Um, anyway, that is the end of the episode. Thank you very much for listening to me talk about some words, and until next time, this is Spencer reading the dictionary. Goodbye.